0: SGA is an all-star for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Do not take this run for granted by OKC with the talent that they've seen come through Bricktown. We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked on Thunder podcast.
1: You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Pod. Email the show, Pod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into SGA being an all-star. The Thunder have a lot of people participating at All-Star Weekend this year. And OKC gets flexed into TNT again. The NBA trade deadline, less than a week away now. And it's heating up with Kyrie Irving demanding a trade. Does that impact OKC at all? Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. SGA is officially an all-star. Now, we knew this was coming because of how well he's been playing, and in fact, he is encroaching all NBA territory if this season continues. But now it's been made official. Picked as a reserve on TNT on Thursday. SGA is now the Thunder's fifth all-star. Since moving to OKC, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Chris Paul, and now SGA. And when you think about that run, it's not only just the sure volume of All-Stars, because, of course, all those guys except for uh, Chris Paul uh, were multi-time All-Stars in their Thunder tenure. Um, But whenever you look at this, and now SGA will hopefully, of course, continue the stretch of being a multi-time All-Star. In their specific seasons, they weren't even like borderline all stars. Like, these are all guys who were historic, who were elite level players. It is not normal to have this run of talent pass through your organization. It is not normal to get to witness this amount of greatness in Oklahoma City and, and you know, look around these organizations. Like, Sacramento would change everything to be in OKC's position. Charlotte, Washington, like, Washington would absolutely give up the John Wall, Bradley, Beal years if they could turn that into Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and, and on and on and on. And they'd also change their current situation with OKC and Washington. Like, you can just see that this is not common. No no matter what organization you look at for the most part, especially when you compare apples to apples and, and, and do the small market thing, this is historic. This is monumental. This is just different. And it's becoming old hat because a lot of the people in Oklahoma were not NBA fans before the Thunder. Didn't really keep up with it, you know, especially the, the ins and outs of it. This isn't normal. Like you, You're not guaranteed these kind of guys. It feels that way because the Thunder have never not had one of these guys. They've only missed the playoffs now two years in a row, and, and, and who knows if they're going to get there this year or not. That's not the conversation, but like, it feels like, oh, this is just what NBA teams do. They they gain stars, they lose stars, they gain them right back. Like the Thunder have never played a season you know, without star-level players. Like even last year they had SGA, and the year before that they had SGA whenever they didn't make the all-star team, but they were still all-star-level players. SGA this season has been phenomenal. 30 points per game, almost 31. Four rebounds per game, almost five. Five assists, nearly two steals a game, a block, he shoots 50% from the floor, 36% from 3, 62% true shooting percentage, career high at the rim, career high in the mid-range. This is just the start of his run of all-stars. Like he's going to make a ton of NBA All-Star games. Because when you look at his game, this is all sustainable. This is all repeatable. This is not a this is not a breakout first half of the season like good story. SGA is legitimately unguardable. He's legitimately somebody that can continue to put up these caliber of numbers, and that sample size gets even larger when you include last season, you know, post All-Star break. He was doing the same thing. Now, back then it was, what, five, six, seven games, but now you add those five, six, seven games and elongate them onto this season, and you're starting to pick up on the pattern here. And not only is he playing at a high level, he continues to say all the right things about wanting to be in Oklahoma City, wanting to see this rebuild through, wanting to grow with this team. And even today, asked about, uh, he was asked about what it's like to have him and Josh Giddy and Jalen Williams all going to All-Star Weekend for Giddy and J-Dub. They're both going to be there for the Rising Stars game. Of course, he's going to be there for the All-Star game. And he says simply, quote, it means our future is bright. Like that is the quote from SGA. Like he understands what a unique position this is to have such a bright future and to be the guy, the catalyst, the franchise player uh, involved in that on top of the draft picks on top of how this team can continue to get better and continue to improve. Like think about this with a step back, the thunder this year have an all-star two rising stars, a second overall pick waiting in the wings if they make the playoffs, that means that they get valuable playoff experience for their young head coach and the you know the youngest coach in the NBA and the youngest team in the NBA, and it's a fun story that they actually went there and made it after just two years of missing the playoffs, after being called the black eye of the league, after being after being crucified for their rebuild, and they'd be you know they'd be a really great story. If they miss the playoffs, they get better lottery odds that they get better lottery odds at the you know best prospect we've seen since LeBron. They get a higher draft pick in a loaded draft class. Whenever next year draft class does not look the same. They have the assets with this year's pick and four picks next year to move up and name their price in the draft. Besides the slots one and two, that the draft starts at three because whoever gets one and two is going to take Victor and scoot. But at, but starting at three, the thunder, if they miss the playoffs have enough assets to go up to three, if they want to, if they zero in a guy that they would like at three, they have the formula. They have the ammunition to go up there and get it. So, no matter what happens over the course of these next X amount of games between now and April, this is a wonderful home run of a season. Even if they just collapse and these last two games, Warriors and Rockets games losses, kind of send them on a spiral record-wise, which I don't know that will happen or don't think that, that will happen necessarily, even if that were to happen, this would still be a massively great year for OKC. And so this was just another cherry on top for SGA and for Oklahoma City for this fan base to celebrate all that's happened, like and all of the ridicule, all of the oh trade SGA, uh, you know Sam Presti cares more about first round picks than players and winning, like all the nonsense, all the garbage that was out there from the national media who just didn't understand what it's like to build a team and be patient. Now, all of a sudden, you're sitting here with a better outlook than Toronto, who, who the Raptors fans are the ones chirping about, you know, freeing SGA, a better outlook than Houston, a better outlook than a lot of these other teams. Like, you would be hard-pressed to find a team besides, you know, Memphis or New Orleans who feels better about their situation than Oklahoma City. And Oklahoma City has an argument to feel the best of any team. But, of course, that would be a little bit of a homerish thing to do whenever the Thunder have not quite gotten to that level yet but when you factor out all their assets you factor out all the things going for them it's hard to find a disadvantage at this point everything's an advantage going on another run this month or next month and pushing your way to the play-in that's great going down record-wise as a young team that struggles to close out games against these these this upcoming slate where you're going to play the Warriors again you're going to play the Lakers you're going to play uh, Portland and, and New Orleans that's fine too that's perfectly fine, too. So everything's great. SJ's an all-star. That is awesome. We're going to talk about the Thunder getting moved into um, TNT, national TV again as LeBron and the Lakers chase history. Uh, the Thunder have a very important stretch heading into the all-star break, plus three nominees for monthly awards for OKC for their great January stretch. We'll talk about all that coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now. a Good Friends over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com slash Locked MBA right now because as a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs with LinkedIn Jobs. You can hire qualified candidates more effectively by matching roles with people who have the skills, the values, the experience that you want to help you achieve your goal. LinkedIn jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates with your open jobs with targeting tools, go beyond resume data by using insights from your job posts company with over their 875 million member profiles that they have out there for you. You can post your job in front of them and find the most qualified candidates by identifying them on LinkedIn jobs. They make it easier to screen and rate applicants based on their job qualifications, all in one platform, LinkedIn jobs, Helps you find the qualifications you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free, linkedinjobs.com slash locked in NBA. That's LinkedInJobs.com slash locked on NBA. It's so post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, check out the Game to Game Podcast. It's a nightly recap of everything happening around the association. Go check them out today. And in January, the Thunder were great. Nine and five, a, a fantastic month uh, in which they had like a th- the third best net rating and all these stats that you can pull up of, of how great they were in January. And they got rewarded for it in a way. You know, first of all, Shea was a nominee for player of the month in the Western Conference. Well deserved. J-Dub was a nominee for Rookie of the Month in the Western Conference, which he lost to Keegan Murray. Uh, I think that there's, there was a good point made on Twitter uh, in my mentions whenever I posted about how he was a nominee. About the head-to-head matchup between him and Keegan Murray might have given Keegan Murray the edge. The numbers are very close. You could have gone either way. I don't really think that there was a wrong or right answer in the vote, so going to Keegan Murray is fine. Uh, and then for Western Conference Coach of the Month, uh, Mark Degnault was the nominee in the Western Conference, that's awesome as well to see him get some recognition. Now, with that being said, after a fantastic January, Owen won in February with a very, very, very disappointing loss to the Houston Rockets in Houston. And right now, the Thunder sit with the eighth worst record in the NBA. They sit four and a half games out of the fifth worst record. The Thunder are a game and a half out of the NBA playing. So, as we talked about in the first segment, everything is still in front of them. Like if the season were to just end today, the Thunder would have the 8th best lottery odds. They'd have a 20.3% chance to jump into the top four of the NBA draft. They'd have a 4.5% chance to leap up to number one overall and thus get Victor Wembanyama. They're a half game out of 7th, which then increases their odds to 32% uh, to get the top four, 31.9% technically and 7.5% chance to get Victor Mignana. They're a game and a half out of sixth, which would have them at 9% chance at one Mignana and 37.2% chance at top four in general, and then we mentioned the fifth already. So like they're they're right there where they can have some fantastic ping pong balls and, and hope for luck. They're also right there in the sense of making the play-in. And this stretch before the All-Star break will decide how this team handles post-All-Star break against Houston on Saturday night in OKC, at Golden State, at Lakers, at Portland, versus Pelicans, versus Rockets. When you look at this stretch, you get the Rockets at home twice to bookend it. In between those two games, those are all teams that are are in the same spot that you are. So in order for the Thunder to make the play-in and declare themselves as a play-in, they would have then had to beat Golden State, Portland, Lakers all on the road, and then at home beat New Orleans. Or, of course, not sweep that whole gauntlet, but at least had a respectable two and two record, and then get both Houston games. Like that would that would keep them in the hunt for the playoffs as they enter the All Star break. That would be pretty substantial. Like to go through that stretch and not go zero and three, or I mean zero and four, or one and three. Like to, to get through that stretch any better than that. At that point, uh, that would be, I, th- I think, personally, that would be enough to swing the opinion of the majority of fans. Anything shy of that, and you had the All-Star break with a different feel. You celebrate shaving in an All-Star, you celebrate the Rising Stars game, and then you say, well, you know, at that point you'd be, what, probably three or four games out of the play-in? At that point, it would be best to maximize your lottery eyes in the draft. And so we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this team to declare which side of the eye they're going to fall on. And they've they've been able to survive most of the benchmarks. You know, the Christmas Day benchmark, it was still up in the air. We set that benchmark after the after the East Coast uh, trip, it was still up in the air. I think that at the All-Star break, there is not really much you could do to middle. Like, to, to I'm sorry, to, to middle. Like, you, you get both Houston games, that would be a huge plus considering that Houston's had your number. And then from there... Uh, if you get both Houston games and go two and two in those four games, like that's still really good for for standings wise in this jumbled up Western Conference. If you go anything less than that, uh, then including those Rockets games, if you drop one again or both of them again, because Houston has just dominated this series of the last couple of years, then you have a totally different tenor and a totally different outlook on where this season progresses from here. And neither one of them is good or bad or right or wrong. We can all have our personal belief and opinion of what would be best for this team moving forward, and I think a lot of people fall into the column of writing it out and just seeing what what they think is best for the team is to just let them play, roll the ball out there, see where they're at all star break, and we're gonna know at that point. And and if it's a if it's a case where you where you have a terrible stretch here to to close out the quote unquote first half. I know mathematically it's not the first half of the season, but quote unquote first half of the season, and then you get to the Break and go you you kind of have to side with the with the whole draft position stuff. That's fine. And if and if they surprise you over this next stretch of games as they've surprised you all season and, and then it's looking more like the play-in, that's fine too. And I think that it's okay to have that middle ground opinion. I also think it's okay to advocate for either side. Like I think that if you want this team to make the play-in and want this team to push it all in for the playoffs, that's awesome. If you think that this team should just go ahead and, and capitalize on one more draft, especially considering this draft is so loaded, especially considering that the 24 class is not very loaded at all, especially considering that there's not really a chance that next year's team can capitalize on draft positioning, then that's a valid argument as well. We just have to wait and see how this all goes. But OKC was also moved to TNT uh, for that Lakers game, which is great. Uh, obviously, it has more to do with the fact that LeBron James could break the all-time scoring record against the Thunder on Tuesday in what's known as now the crypto arena, but in Staples Center. Uh, so OKC flexed another game for OKC into TNT, but that's still great. Like, it's still awesome to see that this team will play... Uh, in a wild environment, like the tickets are going for what ninety two thousand dollars is the most expensive ticket to see LeBron break the record or get close to the record or however that is going to end up playing out mathematically after this Pelicans game, the uh, environment that they'll play in is going to be awesome because it's going to be a lot of fans that are going to try to you know, root for LeBron to get this record. They want to they want to cash in on getting to see it in person, and I think that the environment will be raucous. And I think that you you've seen SGA. Uh, and, and and others take, you know, pride or, um, you know, get up for these games in venues like the Staples Center, in venues like Madison Square Garden, in moments like this, and, and circling it all back to not taking for granted how much history the Thunder have had in their own franchise, but how many historic moments has OKC been a part of, like, to this point? Like, even just this specific season, they've already seen Dame become the all-time leading scorer for Portland, and they're going to see... You know, mathematically we'll see, but you know they have a chance to see LeBron become the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. That's just one season of basketball, and and, and a season in which you're below 500. And so you think about all the greats that have come you know, and played their last road game here you know, okay, see, they, They've come in and set records here, both in the playoff and regular season. Like it is just surreal to to kind of take all that in, and and it's it's easy to do on moments like Thursday night, whenever Shea is announced as an All Star. So coming up, we'll talk about the trade deadline, which is fastly, fastly heating up for the NBA and how that impacts OKC. But first, I want to see right now, but I got friends over at Fanduel. Fanduel is incredible. It is the only sports book that you need for your uh, Super Bowl party. It's Fanduel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner, Fanduel. It's the official partner of Lockdown because it's the most awesome sports book that you can go to and have safe Fast bets with great features. Download the FanDuel right now. You can bet on Super Bowl Fifty Seven with a no sweat first bet. You'll get thirty. I'm sorry, you get three thousand dollars back in bonus bets if you do not win your first bet up to that amount. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spread to who will score the first touchdown, who will win Super Bowl MVP, and even just normal NBA games as well. They have everything that you want to. It's safe, secure, super easy, and the best part is. You get your winnings right away instantly. So head on over there right now to FanDuel by going to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to claim your no-sweat first bet. Some of the great lines that are out there right now are the Super Bowl is right around the corner. The Chiefs are one-and-a-half point favorites in the Super Bowl game. I would bet on that for sure. Right now, Lakers and Pelicans tonight. That'll be a fun game. Lakers minus one on FanDuel as LeBron tries to keep pace to break that record on Tuesday in L.A. Go check that out today, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, a Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. The NBA trade deadline is heating up as Kyrie Irving demands a trade so how does this impact Oklahoma City? No, they're not going to go trade for Kyrie Irving. There's just absolutely no chance in the world that they trade for Kyrie Irving. When, when you factor in what Sam Presti looks for in players and, and, and talks about uh, kind of what they look for both on and off the floor, I just don't see that being a mix at all. Plus, it's just not a great fit. Obviously, with Shea and Giddy and what he did give up to get Kyrie, it's just no. But there are ripple effects to this. The most prominent being what if the Lakers get Kyrie? They trade Russ in those picks because the Nets don't have very much leverage because Kyrie's already made it clear he's going to leave if, if they don't trade him in the free agency. Uh, and so then the Lakers then catapult themselves out of your tier. And while doing that, they push someone down to your tier in terms of fighting for that play-in positioning. And that can make the pendulum swing for OKC. That can make the decision also, along with this pre-All-Star break stretch, of what you do in terms of capitalizing on trying to win, capitalizing on trying to maximize your draft picks, everything in between. And then for the Nets, are they in shambles? What's the return? Does the return set them so far back that now Kevin Durant also re-demands a trade? That would be wild. I don't think Kevin Durant gets traded in season. This this is about the summer. This is about the future. And KD is under contract until 2026. So what if he demands a trade this summer? Well, he did it last summer, and Brooklyn could not find a trade that was worth his value, so they just kept him. And they call his bluff because he's under control for so long. As far as a OKC reunion, would it be awesome to have Kevin Durant back in OKC? Absolutely. It would be incredible. But I just don't see that happening. I don't see it in the cards as of this very moment. It just seems impractical. But it would still be incredible if it were to happen. And you've noticed he's talking very glowingly about this core, talking very glowingly about Mark and about the Thunder organization. It would be awesome. But it's hard to go out there and predict that, especially whenever we don't even know if he's going to demand a trade. But it would be cool. Also, it would be cool in a weird Thunder universe way if the Lakers did trade for him and reunite Russ and KD and then somehow they went on a magical run in the East. That would be really awesome as well. But as for OKC in this trade deadline, which is a week away, I wouldn't expect anything like maybe they, maybe they trade Basley and, and, and get back you know, second round pick and, and some, you know, some salary that'd be fine. That'd be whatever. But I, I think it could be a wild day for the NBA as a whole. I think that you could see the Raptors sell. You could see Kyrie get moved. Uh, it'd be a wild day for the NBA, but for OKC, I wouldn't expect them to make any sort of move at all. Like at all. Um, there's names out there that are interesting I'm with you. If you're if you're sitting there commenting frantically Mobamba, that, that that'd be cool. I, I would I'd be interested in a flyer in Mobamba. But like I just don't think that the Thunder are there. I don't think that the Thunder are going to make a move or anything that draws attention, especially on what could be a wild day, from the national landscape. Trading Bazel to the Kings does not draw a ton of attention, uh, especially if you're in a day in which Kyrie could get moved. Uh, But that's all I would expect from the deadline for OKC's purposes. But it could be very wild from just a pure basketball fan agenda and, like, lens. So we'll see. We'll be back to recap this Rockets game. It'll be a lot of fun. Nonetheless, Andre plays in OKC again today in the Paycom Center. First time uh, since the injury that he's played in OKC. Because remember, you made that return in the bubble and then signed that 10-day deal with Brooklyn that didn't see a stop in OKC. So first time back in the Paycom Center since it's been named the Paycom Center, since it's been renamed. So it'd be free, pretty fun to watch that happen as well. Uh, so if you're at the Blue Game, let me know on Twitter at styles. And until we get back and recap the Rockets game, be good and be good to one another.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.